0: good afternoon everybody hope everyone is doing well today to the local fidelity program on radio free brooklyn i'm here with the awesome high-waisted jess and jono of the band high-waisted how are you doing today
1: we are moving and grooving
2: Yeah. Uh, What is it now? I don't know. Six o'clock over here, 630. We're still uh, kicking for the day.
0: Yeah, the days seem to blend into each other right now. I've been inside basically for 30 days, as I'm sure you have as well, with little trips outside, maybe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like my daytimes are marked by like excessive tea drinking and soda water and then when i switch to like spike seltzer is when the nighttime starts for me <laughs> it's like they tap each other in and out
0: yeah for sure and high-waisted has their second lp coming out next month on may 22nd it's called sick of saying sorry but before we get into that this is a really strange time in the world Totally. We've never been through anything like this before, especially musicians. So I was just curious how you are dealing with the COVID-19 situation as a musician. You know, it's basically resulted in cancellation of all gigs and stuff like that. Uh,
2: I don't know. Yeah. Go- yeah like I was going to say I'm spending time learning other instruments and I don't know. It's uh, people are calling it the great pause. It feels like that, and it's the time to just kind of reflect on on everything. I mean, no one has ever gotten a chance
0: to stop like this before. It's very true. And before we get into Sick of Saying stories specifically, two great singles you've already released, Boys Can't Dance and Drive. Jono and Jess, you're both kind of the core members of High Wasted through the years think they've been kind of a revolving cast. How'd you guys get together and start making music together?
1: Um, We sort of met very serendipitously. I had heard about Jono from Friends of Friends and ended up running into him at Mercury Lounge like a long time ago. Uh, We were dancing at a show and we just met naturally and uh, sort of just tracked each other down and started, started working on you know a variety of music i had kind of archived and it wasn't clicking and eventually i was like you know what? i have all these like fun surf pop songs that i've never thought to explore and that just it was magnetic immediately just took off
0: were you playing different kinds of music at that time jess
1: yeah i was in like a like i had moved here from deep to new york from dc and i was in a like a folk country band <laughs> you know it, as most people were at that era <laughs> yeah
0: kind of, I've yeah. heard that many times before you're not the first that's crazy
1: <laughs> you know it was sort of a natural transition and I was kind of trying to figure out how to like you know reinvent those songs and that project in New York and that's when I tracked down Jono um, but it just didn't make sense to try to force something that wasn't happening naturally which is why High Wasted was born
0: what would you say clicked between the two of you and how have you been able been able to keep it going uh this Because you high waisted form maybe about six or seven years ago, right?
1: Six, I
0: think. Yeah, it was pretty much six years ago.
1: Yeah. What's our secret, Jenna? <laughs>
0: Just,
2: uh... Man, I would say it's like, you know, there's a lot of energy that we have. Uh when we're playing live shows, it's definitely an electric thing and you know that when you're playing with other musicians like you can feel when things are just gelling and you know that's what keeps things going no matter who we're playing with
1: yeah yeah i never have to worry about (laughs) jono that's a compliment
2: you're like (laughs) he manages his own skill (laughs) set
1: no but you know know what i mean though like i just never like i never even have to think about it because it's always just consistent and great
2: yeah and generally i'm the hardest one on everybody (laughs) just so i'm also the hardest on myself so that's why you're like i don't have to worry about him
0: i'm into it i'm into it that's a good approach so from what i've read and listened to from the record sick of saying sorry so far and the press release said your first record on ludlow was the party and this is the come down after the party would you describe it as sort of a coming of age record that represents change? I feel that I can hear that in a couple of different songs that aren't out yet for everyone to hear, but I kind of heard that in Serial and a few others.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think we intended it to be that record. Um, it just sort of happened, you know, it's, it's impossible not to have writing be reflective of what you're going through and uh, where we were as, you know, transitioning from like youth culture to young adults, I would say, you know, in New York. Like, it's such a weird place to sort of become a grown-up in. Um, and that's, yeah, that's definitely reflected in this this album. Uh, it's it's and not to say that On Love isn't very personal, but I think we didn't do as great of a job of hiding the, like, sorrow on this record. You know, like, On Love was, like, a lot of sad songs hidden behind really upbeat melodies, and this record is just a little more honest in that sense.
0: Yeah, totally. And I do love the sound of the record. It strikes a nice balance when compared with On Ludlow, because High Waisted definitely has a signature sound. When you talk about High Waisted and you hear a High Waisted song, you know it's a High Waisted song. It has the jangly guitars, the surf rock vibes. But the songs on Sick of Saying Sorry uh, definitely sound different. but managed to still capture the same vibe. Uh, What inspired the sound of the record and how did it come together?
1: Oh good, Um, I think, I mean that's a huge compliment, thank you, that we have a distinguishable sound because it's something as a band I think you work really hard for. But uh, I think this record is a little, we're just a little less shy, you know, whereas we really relied on a vintage tone and and a lot of reverb on the first record. This record is a little more uh, it's just we're not hiding behind effects and tools this time we're just letting the songs speak for themselves
0: so did you re- approach the recording process uh, much differently when compared with on ludlow then
1: oh yeah absolutely like the first record we toured on those songs before we recorded like we had a pretty good understanding of you know what they wanted you know in, in terms of tools for recording and you know like the parts were The cake was baked this record we did you know pre-production and we hadn't really toured on it we hadn't had a lot of live shows you know one of the tracks was actually written like in studio that's a bizarre concept for me that we even were able to do that because my brain does not work like that um so this was this was very much like we're gonna write a record whereas the first record was like oh we have some songs and now it's become a record and
0: Drive the second single. I love it. It definitely sounds different than anything you've ever released, song-wise. I'd say it's dreamier sounding, and it's a beautiful song for sure. What inspired the sound of that song specifically? Um, I think
2: actual imagery uh, inspired it. Driving during tour and having like really long drives and waking up to something beautiful, like having something through the night, like knowing you're going to wake up to a sunrise and it's going to be like your treat for doing this. Um, It's funny. I was going through some demos today and, you know, there's always a few different finished versions of a song before we put down a final version, especially in studio. And uh, no matter what, even in its like most bare bones form, it was even like, which was what, like vocals, bass, guitar no real synth sound, no effect really that was kind of giving that whole intro in reverse. And it sounded the same. It was good. It was just a vibe. Sometimes you write a song and uh, it captures all that together, you know?
0: And what is the songwriting dynamic between the two of you when writing a song like Drive or any of the other songs on Sick of Saying Sorry? Is it a team effort or does someone come with more of a song idea and then bounce it off the other to kind of form a complete song. What's your process like?
2: I mean, Jess is coming to the table with probably a melody that goes with a vocal melody, not necessarily lyrics. And I remember for Drive, I was talking to Steven in our old practice space one day. I was like, can you make it sound like your guitar is a car starting? And we we were just like doing. <laughs> we were trying to figure out things like that. But for this too, I feel like you hear a lot of um, Richie Rose, who just wrote a lot of the songs with on the album. Um, it's funny. Like I even think like our friends have some distinct tones and sounds, and you can hear them on on the recordings.
0: Cool. Who's Richie Rose, and how did he get involved with uh,
1: writing for this? Um, I he's like kind of a New York City. Music staple. Uh, I met him actually DJing in the Lower East Side one night. He was like walking by the bar and I was playing some French track and he like came in and was like, I need to know who this is. And we just like became instant friends, like bonding over music and DJing together uh, and ended up just really enjoying each other's company and like holding up with, you know, this collection of half baked ideas that I had, you know, where he like helped me realize them. before we were able to like, you know, bring in drums and dissect them even more. So he actually has a project now called Songs for Sabotage. It's an amazing local band with his partner, Lena. Um, yeah, they've been doing tons of like live shows. If you can check them out. They're oh, great. that's
0: cool. That's awesome. Yeah. When live shows come back, unfortunately. Yeah. Who well, knows when? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, you were going to say, well, they're streaming from, you know,
0: Kentucky right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll definitely <laughs> check that out then what would you say he uh, brought to those song ideas that you had specifically? I
2: think, you know, Jess, I'll let you speak to it specifically in a second, but like uh, that year and most years, we were doing our acid tape series, which is more of an art project for us than it is an art project for fans, but everybody gets to listen at the end. And we had done that year's acid tapes and Jess had had some demos already and we ended up fully tracking some stuff and putting that together with him. And we loved everything he did on that. And Jess was writing in between what we were doing with him. And it just made sense. So we were like, you know, do you want to record this with us? And he was like, yeah. And then it was, do you want to go on a tour with us? And it was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then suddenly Richie's playing in the band for the next
1: year, you know? Yeah, he's just, he's he's a really great listener. And I think when it comes to doing something as intimate songwriting with other people when you're used to mostly realizing songs like start to finish on your own like the person that's in the room with you needs to have a, like a really well trained balance of listening and helping you like guide you to get the best version of the song without being overly influential and and also just like i don't know he just he made me feel really comfortable and He's. I don't know. He he gives a lot of compliments and he just makes you feel like you can do it when you're really struggling to get something done. (laughs) And that's important.
0: That is very important, totally. And you worked with Tad Kubler and Aaron Bally on this record. Uh, They were on the production side. What was it like working with them? And what did they bring to the record?
1: Um, Tad is like his mind. I wish I could have like 10 minutes to just crawl around it. It's so fascinating the way it works. He helped us take songs and chop them up and you know like in a way that like you have you couldn't be married to an idea because he would come in and he would he would hear it in a way that was absolutely the right way it needed to be but i never would have gotten there on my own so in terms of a producer he was detrimental in that sense and just really creative and like pushed our boundaries and and pushed me as a writer as well um and arun bali like he for post-production, like helped everything that was a million pieces become what it is now. And, you know, he worked on that seven inch that we did, uh, that little Dickman put out, he mixed that for us. So kind of already understood like what our likes and dislikes were in terms of, you know, volume and tone and sound and reverb and all that. So it just made the process really smooth.
0: Awesome. I can't wait for everyone to hear sick of saying sorry. Everyone, you can get your pre-orders in now. Highwaisted.bandcamp.com or Highwaisted.party. <laughs> Great domain name. I think I may have to get on the dot party <laughs> wagon for future websites. But there's several different options. There's uh, you can pre-order a vinyl CD, and then there's several different packages with the vinyl. There's a T-shirt one. There's a, a baseball top as well, and there's also a special high-waisted tea is that flavored or anything
1: it's a uh, it's black tea
0: it's black tea
2: thank yeah. god it's uh you know just drink it with oat milk it's the best way <laughs>
1: <laughs> so good yeah we actually we weren't it's funny because i wanted to have like the the cover art and then like a. Uh, like a like an add-on that were cohesive and the the cover art idea sort of like lent itself perfectly and i think now with like COVID and everybody being at home and being panicked like my dream is that people will pre-order the record and it'll come and they'll they'll make the tea and they'll sit down and they'll actually like listen to the record and like have a cup of tea and have a moment like that's my dream
0: yeah i think i'm gonna do that that sounds like (laughs) a lot of fun that sounds like a good time everyone can't wait for you guys to hear it we're gonna play the two singles from the record. We talked about Drive. Tell me a little bit about Boys Can't Dance. There's a great, really funny video to go along with this song that I love, enjoyed watching it a bunch. Tell us a little bit about, that's the first single from Sick of Saying Sorry.
1: Um, I honestly, we just wanted to have a fun, upbeat number that like we could dance and jump around on stage too. And like during the writing process, all I could think of was like, oh, this is gonna be so fun to like bounce around to, you know, and like get to be a little sassy and like get to be a little confrontational with all the dudes in the audience with their hands stuffed in their pockets, like not enjoying the moment. Yeah. So (laughs) that was like my my little, my little like call out, like, come on, like, don't be ashamed to move and dance and have fun.
0: Totally, it's a great song. Drive, also a really great song, which we're gonna play first. And then Firebomb from your 2017 split with the Cokes which was released on little dickman records i'm curious since i i'm familiar with the little dickman label i really like a lot of the stuff they put out over the years uh, they put out shark muffin fruit and flowers as well how'd you get involved uh, with them for that uh, releasing that on their label
1: I was just such a big fan of everything they were putting out that year like they had an amazing year of releases and we were planning on going on a tour and you know didn't really have you know this the record was writing process the recording process was still sort of like wrapping up and you know I was like you know what like we have these two like random songs that probably won't make the record they're like a little bit different vibe and I ended up just reaching out to them directly and they were so energetic about teaming up with us and it was I think it was a really great success I don't I don't even think there's I think we may have like 10 of those left if that so they're on our website I don't think there's any more
0: the yeah world. happy to own it it's <laughs> a great one so we'll play those songs and also Shithead from On Ludlow my favorite song from On Ludlow so here we go Drive Boys Can't Dance from the forthcoming second LP from High Wasted Sick of Saying Sorry Firebomb from their 2017 Split with the Cokes and Shithead from On Ludlow we'll be back You just heard a bunch of great High waisted tunes, latest single, Drive, Boys Can't Dance, Firebomb, and Shithead. The first two are on High Waisted's forthcoming second album, Sick of Saying Sorry, which is out on May 22nd. You can pre-order it right now via highwaisted.bandcamp.com or high party. as I mentioned before, The Jump. There's a whole bunch of cool bundles that you can get, including vinyl and t-shirt, vinyl and baseball shirt, vinyl and tee. So go check it out. Maybe get all of them. I'm not going to stop you. Also available on Compact Disc. And then we heard Firebomb and Shithead to wrap up the set. Great songs. High Waisted is an excellent band.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Tom. You're very welcome. And this next part, will be playing a bunch of local tunes that you curated, Jessica and Joe. Now, tell me about it. We're kicking it off with Sean Barna, who I'm not familiar with, so I'm really excited to hear uh, this song.
1: Yeah, he has a new song he just put out on a on a forthcoming album. It's called "God Save the Scene." I think he is he's anthetic, He he's queer. He's political. He's artsy. He's folksy. He's pop. He's amazing. He's the type of guy that would pick you up from the airport if you couldn't get a car.
0: He sounds like a good person.
1: No, in addition
0: to probably a great musician.
1: <laughs> no, he's. Because if you're
0: vouching for him, I believe it. So.
1: Yeah, he's amazing, and one of my favorite live performances. Performers that hopefully someday we can all enjoy again.
0: <laughs> What's his live performance like?
1: He has like a rotating cast. He'll have you know ten people on stage. It'll be just him. He's it, he, his voice is so honest. It's you almost worry he might cry mid set. Sometimes it's really emotional.
0: Emo, I'm into <laughs> it. Next. Not
1: in that
2: though. Like, you know, <laughs> not, not, not sense. <laughs>
0: I got it. (laughs) Next up, uh, Contrast by Lean.
2: Yes. uh, So our buddy Kyle McCammon uh, over in LA, he's got his band Lean and they just released this. The song is called Head in the Clouds and we had a release show planned with them. Maybe there'll be a stream on our album release day or the day after, but um, we're going to play this for you.
0: Cool. I'm a big fan of Lean and what I've heard so far. Do do you know them personally? How'd you hook up with them for them to play the release show?
1: Uh, I met Kyle probably 10 years ago uh, doing weird folk music in DC and we've always stayed in touch and he's always just been so helpful and kind. And uh, like during this record cycle, he has been detrimental. He's helped us, he's helping us release it and he's, I don't know. He's kind of been our rock. So it's, it made sense to have the the celebration of the release with him. And it's, it's going to be a big bummer to not to get to give him a hug on the 22nd.
2: Yeah. We got to see him. Um, we got to see him in December when we were in LA. Um, but we are hoping to see him again
0: someday soon. I promise. Next you'd mentioned earlier in the program, uh, songs for sabotage and we're going to hear the song fire.
2: Yeah. We're going to have, uh, we're gonna have the song spin. It's from Richie Rose and his partner Lena. They are holding it down. Jess in Kentucky right now, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean they're they're writing, they're playing. They'll probably release something else, you know, soon. But they're probably streaming once a week. And since they're a two piece and have some tracks, they're just they're doing their live set for everybody in uh, the most comfortable clothing, you know?
0: That's great. And I guess they're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I
2: think they're just doing like the multi-platform thing. So start the stream and send it to whatever service you want.
0: All platforms, people. Songs for Sabotage, check them out. And then we're going to wrap it up with Keep Your War Out of Your Mouth by Dan Rico, who is in High Waisted, right?
1: he plays bass for us. And he's, I mean, he plays, I don't know what he doesn't play. He's multi-instrumentalist genius and just the nicest person. And we're really lucky that he came into our life this year. Um, it's it's again, it's, I miss playing with everybody and it's kind of a bummer that we were, we were just starting to hit like a good stride of like jamming and writing and then got locked in. So I am number one, I'm most excited to reconnect with my bandmates and be able to do some writing together.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of separation of bandmates And they all miss each other. I've heard that from many people. So I hope everyone will be reunited soon, especially on High Wasted, because it's a time to celebrate the release of your new record, Sick of Saying Sorry. (laughs) All right, we're going to play this hot playlist of songs curated by High Wasted. Sean Barna, God Save the Scene, Lean, Head in the Clouds, Songs for Sabotage, Fire, and Dan Rico Keep Your War Out of Your Mouth. We'll be back to wrap up the show with my guests, High Wasted.
1: Woo.
3: For the streets and feeling pleased again. Take a page and turn it towards the end of the world. No traffic in Nebraska seems to me just fine. If not, I have these visions of the end of time. Oh, my heart's quiet on this Tuesday night. We could move our love to someplace nice like this God save the sea God save the sea You and I are citizens Let's reduce our service But he stayed for the cancer. He came for the clean linens, but then no solution. Needles and things, mom's quiet straightening. I'm burdened by madness, it's just family history. And this hospital is secular, not burdened by Jesus. He's holding a rosary not open its kiss i the scene. I'll You and I are Let's see this Out, I think it turned out fine. I'll be happy with this turnout. We make it out alive. This hallowed ground is underwater now. I came to please my baby. But I let my baby down. I shuffle over bridges. Boo. The people at these parties don't look so good. The medicine is out, they like breaking as it should. The people at these parties slap me on the back. time
0: Radio Free Brooklyn is turning five years old. Our Drive to Five campaign needs to raise $25,000 to help us continue to bring you the programming you love and become more self-sustaining. Several artists have created custom t-shirt designs for the drive, including our own Lisa Levy, host of Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, Japanese etching artist Mitsushige Nishiwaki, and former manager of The Clash, Cosmo Vinyl. To get yours, take our online quiz or give a small donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Drive to Five. On the ground. You're listening to Local Fidelity on Radio Free Brooklyn, community radio broadcast from the Bushwick section of Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you so if you'd like to support our mission you can make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org/donate no donation is too big or too small and again we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization so your contribution is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law again that is radiofreebrooklyn.org/donate While you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter to be in the know about new programming, upcoming RFB events, interviews, ticket giveaways, special offers on RFB swag, and more. Sign right up, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And if you're listening on the internet, you could also take RFB with you on the go via our Apple and Android apps. You can download them at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone and RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android for the Android app. Finally, after more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late night conference calls and early Saturday morning meetings, the Me team is happy and proud to present to you the Me bottle. This double insulated, reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60 second cycle utilizing UVC LED technology, and is 99.9% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. And now back to Local Fidelity. All right, we're back. We just heard God Save the Scene by Sean Barna, Head in the Clouds by Lean, Fire by Songs for Sabotage, and Keep Your War Out of Your Mouth by Dan Rico. I'm here with High Wasted. We had a blast chatting over Zoom. Hopefully, we'll be able to hang out for real soon and drink beer and stuff and have fun.
1: Absolutely. And if not, we'll just do a digital dance party and fake it.
0: (laughs) Totally. So I know this whole situation is kind of changing plans. Things are uncertain, but ideally, what do you have planned for the rest of the year? What would you like to do? be on tour at some point if possible uh what's next after the release of sick of saying sorry
1: um gosh i mean considering we don't know when you know bars and venues will reopen i think the best plan for us right now is to not really plan just to focus on uh encouraging people to listen to our stuff online engaging with people online and i'm sending a ton of snail mail i hope people pre-order this record so i can write them all little love letters that they'll come the record will come with um and in terms of like long term i i don't know and i i don't want to get my hopes up and i don't want to get other people's hopes up so i guess just use the time to write and prep
2: yeah i don't know um you know we really don't know when we're going to be back to to complete normal and uh i don't want to You know, like, I I think we just need to be pretty positive right now and enjoy that. You know, if you are sick, got through it. If you didn't get sick, who knows what's going to happen. But I really think for, you know, for all of us, just like, you know, take every day slowly. And I feel like if we plan too much right now and we get disappointed, it just hurts a little bit more. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, everyone again sick of saying sorry it's out may 22nd last question people have heard drive people have heard boys can't dance how would you describe the rest of the record to people who haven't heard it yet i would describe it as awesome but tell me more specifically
1: uh i think it's kind of like what i call like headphone music you know it's a type of Type of record you could put on and like go for a long walk to, or, you know, ride the train to, uh, like it's, it's, it's enough that you don't, that it stands strongly on its own. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's a hug. I think, I think it, it revs you up and it, it, it like kicks you a little and then it gives you a hug at the end.
0: Yeah. I felt the hug at the end. Totally. <laughs> I was embraced at the end of the record. Good. <laughs> Again, everyone. Get those pre-orders in. Vinyl, CD. There's t-shirts. There's tea. Highwaisted.party. Highwaisted.bandcamp.com. You're going to want to pre-order it. Highly recommend it. Highwaisted, Jono and Jess, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Everyone, May 22nd sick of saying sorry. Get it. (laughs) Do it. Party
2: on.